Welcome to the Words of Heart podcast. In this episode, we dive into a topic or story pertaining to mental health. This episode is accompanied with video and audio. However you choose to listen to this episode, sit back, relax, open your hearts and minds. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. everyone it is your host Deion Sanchez and welcome to another episode of the words of heart podcast it is just me today I rarely do solo episodes anymore but I feel like the topic at hand for me is absolutely perfect so in case you couldn't tell by my shirt my little t-shirt I got a job recently and it's absolutely incredible And it feels so good to finally have a job that I'm good at, that I am awesome at, that comes naturally to me. (laughs) Ah, so the reason, I mean, you're probably wondering, like, okay, you got a job. What's the big deal? Um, It's a very big deal to me, for starters, because I've had the most difficult time getting a job. It's been really difficult and challenging. Um, If you are familiar with um, previous episodes, I've mentioned the fact that for the first two years of my life, I couldn't hear her talk. So my cognitive development was slow. It was very slow. And my motor skills were great. And come to think of it, they're still not that great. But the point of the matter is, as a result of my health deficiency and hindrances, the idea of learning and processing things took a lot longer and it was a lot harder for me to process. And just, it was hard. So I'm gonna go down memory lane a bit with you as to the jobs I've attempted (laughs) to do, but couldn't do because I didn't have the training or my mentality or how my brain works. Um, played a factor into how 
I would adapt to said job. And because you have to have the training and I was in school, I went to school and everything, but without certain skill sets, succeeding in a job isn't likely to happen. And unfortunately for me, because I had my brain work a bit differently and slower than everybody else's, when it came to work, it was more challenging for me, just like in general, everything for me had in life was because of was more challenging, unfortunately. And that's something I just had to deal with. So I had trouble getting a job. I would apply and apply and apply to all these places and never hear back. So this first job I had was Candy Kitchen. It's on Madeira Beach. It's a wonderful little store. The whole store is like a candy, it's candy heaven. There are even wrappers in the bathroom. It's just awesome. So I got a job at Candy Kitchen and it lasted about two days. <laughs> it lasted two days. Um, for starters, I'm not good at multitasking. And if you work out of shop of any kind, multitasking and do, doing multiple things at a given time is really important. Multitasking was not in my wheelhouse, unfortunately, and neither was doing um, calculations and being at the register. Doing math in my head was not possible. I was never good at math, and I'm still not good at math, to be honest. So anything involving numbers or you know, giving exact change, I couldn't seem to do that. So <laughs> as a result of not being able to multitask or work a register, I didn't last long. I was hired and then quickly fired. I did still get paid um, for the week I would have worked, but it was so sad because I tried. It's not like I didn't try to work because I did try. It just wouldn't work out for me. Um, fast forward to the next job I got. The next job I got was, um, I'm trying to remember now. I may get my days mixed up. The next job I got was um, those poll workers that you see at the voter registration office or on the street, getting people to vote. Um, I absolutely hated it. <laughs> Out of all the jobs, I absolutely hated it. And keep in mind, I didn't have many jobs because nobody would hire me because I didn't have skills. But asking people to vote, go up to them, I myself as a human find that incredibly annoying and I hated it. We would walk, it, it was like an all day thing, hot sun, heat, no break. <laughs> I absolutely hated it. They loved me though. Like um, the manager or supervisor even asked like, oh, Dion, you're so great at this. We think you should consider a leadership position and everything. And I just told her like, look, I appreciate it, but this isn't for me. So I quit. <laughs> Like, I absolutely hated the job and just going up to people and getting the vote and being pushy and annoying. It's just, it wasn't for me. Um, I still got paid, yay, <laughs> but that lasted a day. That lasted an absolute day because I hated it. Um, the next job was called Romp and Roll. Now, get this Romp and Roll is like a, a, a party, it's like a children's party. 
um facility um you would it was in like a little gym and there were staff and they would play games and birthday songs and do the whole birthday party um I heard about it because my niece Sonia who uh is no longer <laughs> little she's practically a mini teenager at this point she had her birth her first birthday party there and this is where I thought I had it in the back because I had experience with children. Um, I would volunteer at my church in the youth ministry and the children ministry. Kids loved me because I'm a kid at heart. I, I love kids. So the job that pertaining to ha making sure kids have a good time and having fun and watching over them, I had an act for it. So I applied. I got it. Um, to this day, I don't know why um, it didn't work out. Um, I did everything that was asked of me. I watched, I observed, I set up the placemats and the tables and everything, and yet they fired me. Um, their <laughs> reason for firing me was that they hired too many people, but yeah, um, I went in there to get my paycheck and there was a help wanted sign outside. So it's like, okay, um, wow. So I was really that terrible. <laughs> I still don't know why I was fired for that job. I don't understand it. Probably because the experience or I don't know. So fast forward to a couple years and I try to get a job. I even try to work at, at a job in my college. Like, okay, maybe I get, if I worked in my school, like I answered the phone or, or something. Cause people got a bunch of college students do that. What if I did that, you know, get the experience, get the job experience I need. And I won't even go online to the little college portal, try to fill out like student assistant or this, but I would hear nothing. <laughs> I don't know why I would hear nothing. I'm a very tech savvy person. I would fill it out. I would hear nothing. So um, fast forward to babysitting. Um, there was this um, co-worker of my dad's, former co-worker, she had a son um, and she needed someone to watch him. So my dad told her about me. I met him at his birthday party um, and it pretty much kicked off from there. I babysit him on the weekends. Um, I would get paid. Um, it was in the same complex, so I didn't have to worry about transportation. We would play video games, board games, watch movies. It was fairly, fairly simple and easy. Um, then I ended up moving out of the complex. So that made things a bit more difficult to watch him. And then fast forward to two years ago, the pandemic hit. Yeah. Um, when the pandemic hit, everything shut down. Everything was closed and um, schools were closed, obviously. Everything was conducive to the home. And Lourdes, my dad's co-worker, couldn't figure out a way to like stay home and watch him. So she called me to see if I can watch him. Um, when the pandemic hit, I had just recently became diabetic. I wasn't in school. Um, I took uh, time off to adjust to being diabetic. And of course, the school for me, my school was shut down anyway, even if I was in school at the time. So I had plenty of time to watch him. So I would get up early, I would watch him. He would play his video games, do his schoolwork. His mom would come in during lunch time and feed him. 
Um, however, this lasted about three months. Um, it was March to June. And I, I'm like chuckling here. Um, eh, I didn't like him. I didn't like the kid. I was really good with kids. I loved kids, but I didn't like him because um, maybe because he wasn't, he didn't have any siblings or I don't know how, but he was really aggressive. I was basically his punching back. Um, he would punch and grab my arms forcefully. Um, I couldn't even walk over to the bathroom without him trying to fight me. He was always trying to fight me. I was literally clutching myself for dear life every single time. I would purposefully find a way to be on the phone so he wouldn't try to be aggressive or fight me or punch me. And um, you're probably wondering, like, well, Dion, why didn't you get out? Well, it was a job. I was making, I was earning money and um, I toughed it out. I toughed it out for three months. <laughs> out for three months and then I was gone I enjoyed the rest of my summer um to the best of my ability because hey we're still in this pandemic soon to be two years um so that was that um his mom did reach out to me a couple months ago asking if I could watch him but now they have a puppy eh yeah no <laughs> I it's her son was really aggressive it was really aggressive um, as I, I didn't like having to worry about my well-being because it wasn't just a playful punch either. It was a physical punch and it hurt. But now they have a dog. Yeah, it's one thing to watch a kid, watching a kid. But watching a dog too, that's a puppy. No, I wasn't getting paid enough for that. Because you're basically watching two people. And the dog is a lot messier than a person. And yeah, no. And the thing is, I'm not much of a dog person in general. So yeah, you're expecting me to watch the dog and your son. Yeah, no. So obviously, I haven't spoken to her since. I'm like, I'll be happy to watch your son. but. It would have to be at my house. I'm not watching your dog. But it would be silly to pay for me to watch your son and then pay for someone to watch your dog. Like, that person should be able to watch the dog and their son. It makes financial sense. But for me, I'm not a dog person as enough as it is. And no way am I going to watch a dog and your son. Yeah, no. So fast forward to August. <laughs> August, July, I got the job I've so desperately wanted. I got a job at Shortcrest Preparatory School here in St. Pete as an aftercare teacher. I've been waiting for this job. I have experience with children. I love children. I'm a kid at heart. I do funny voices. I do silly voices. I'm a funny person. And this job is perfect for me. Um, I it took a I was supposed to work during the summer, but fingerprinting and all that um 
jargon when it comes to working DSCF, children of department with families, all that stuff had to, you know, be put into effect, but I got the job. I've been working since pretty much August to now. It really started late July and it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. The kids love me. I have silly bits. Like if I swing them too high, I lose my arms. Like I got no arms. I got no arms. And then I do a little dance as if I really have no arms. And they're like, no, you have arms. Uh, and then if it's hot outside, I'm like, oh, you're going to turn into a tomato because their faces are really red and sweating. And then I say, I'm turning into a tomato. And I do my little tomato weird dance as if I'm losing my arms and my legs and turning into a tomato. I mean, it's a great job. The kids love me. They hug me. Miss Dion, Miss Dion, Miss Dion. Um, it's great. And it feels great to have a job that I'm good at and capable of because I've tried to get a job for so long. Jobs that, that don't work out that well for some reason. Um, and it feels good to do something I'm capable of doing and that I'm good at it and to earn money. <laughs> I can't be more happier about that, to earn my own money, to get a salary, to get paid, payday, because I just got paid. That song that NSYNC sings all the time, I know the meaning of it now. <laughs> like, it feels good because it's just one less thing for my family to worry about because my family is worried about me when it comes to certain things. They were worried about me being more independent and, and getting more independence and having some more structure. Um, I got my license, learner's permit to be more specific. That's a box checked off. I have a job, that's a box checked off. I will be done with school in spring. So me everything works out. So my life is, on a good track right now. And the job is just a huge deal. It's a major deal. It may not be a big deal to you, to those who are familiar with jobs and have experience and training, but for me, it's awesome. It's an incredibly big deal because I've tried to get a job and it's just, it feels great to have that sense of stability and be capable of doing a job that you're good at. And I have experience in. And it doesn't require me to know math or numbers or cashier. All I have to do is watch children and play with children. All things I can do. And plus, it's a nice little bonus that I get to see my four-year-old niece, Sonia, run around. And she gets to say that her TTDM works at the school, too. So anyhow, ah, I just had to share that little highlight with you into my world how um, unbelievably amazing it feels to have a job. It just is such a great feeling to have a job and just, I love it. And for those of you out there who are struggling to find a job or find something that is well-suited to you, don't give up hope. It took me, I'm 25 now, I'm gonna be 26 <laughs> next month. It took me to be 25, to actually finally have a job. Most kids have jobs at 16 at my age. But I mean, don't give up hope. There's a job out there for you. And 
with the pandemic, yeah, those things are a bit eh, limited, but there are a million opportunities. You just have to open up the door to that opportunity. So to all my listeners, thank you for listening to my little spiel of what it feels like to finally have a job. (laughs) If you enjoyed this episode, if you want to let people know about it, subscribe, retweet, send it to the moon, or send it to an alternate universe or reality, because hey, it is Halloween. We could be in the twilight zone right now. Who knows? And I could be in 500 jobs. Wouldn't that be something? Anyhow, however you choose to listen to it, whichever universe you're tuning in from, here are the ways you can tune into it in the universe that I am currently in. You can find us at the Words of Heart podcast on Facebook. You can also find us on YouTube and wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google. However you choose to listen to it, please let me know. Send me a tweet, a shout out through Twitter. I am HeartWarrior24 on Twitter. And you can send me a DM on Instagram at HeartWarrior25. However you choose to let me know, I hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, bye.